In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. So ascribing meaning to events. That's the first one there. Generalization, deletion, distortion. Here we go. The next key idea is when we learn, we generalize. When we learn, we generalize. This color person robbed that person over there. Therefore, all these color people rob people. The guy speeding past me was in a red car. Therefore, red cars all speed. The guy in, the, in this kind of uniform takes away bad guys. Therefore, the people in these kind of uniforms always take away bad guys. You see, it's, it's, they call those, that's like a heuristic. It's like a mental shortcut that people do so they don't have to do long, hard thinking about it. Not because they're lazy, not because they don't want to do long, critical thinking. It's just a mental shortcut that most people use in order to get on with their day. Right? It's like having the the doors auto-lock instead of having to reach over and lock them yourself. The doors, when I shut my door, they auto-lock. Therefore, I don't need to lock the doors. So you got to be in charge of your own thinking and re-evaluate and retune the way you think things through. Generalizations can be good. They allow us to save time. They allow us to have a big picture and they allow us to have a foundation on which to judge. However, it is those generalizations that at times back us into a corner. Or it is those generalizations that allow us to be manipulated. Think of the BLM movement. How are people generalizing that? How do you generalize that? Another key idea, still on generalization, is generalization is how beliefs get formed. 
Please filter all the different stimuli coming in. The mind doesn't really get raw information. It, it no longer gets to choose. So if you think about that, think about an event that happens and there's multiple variables and each variable is based on a generalization. It doesn't have to be complicated. If you take time to think it through and really understand it, then you can do some fine-tuning. However, if you're not going to do that, you could understand how multiple variables, variables based on generalization can lead you to a, a thought process that is going to persuade you to do something you don't want to do. Next key point, deletion. Deletion is when the mind ignores specific sensory input, right? Maybe you're, you're flying down the freeway and you're gonna, you see something up ahead, something fell out of a truck, so you have to swerve and miss it. You big dummy, see what you did? Oh no! Your mind is deleting the fact that the car next to the, you that you just passed is yellow. It's deleting the input that you're under an underpass. You know, it's deleting the information that you don't need at the moment. Again, it's another heuristic. And again, it's, it's an effective strategy. That's, that's, these are techniques that are hardwired into the majority of us. But can you think of a time when deletion might not be that well? If there's a subtle detail that you might need to recall? If you think about the process of deletion, then when you find yourself in critical moments, you will instinctually understand the concept of deletion and you won't be as susceptible to deletion. Does that make sense? Let me just do this for you because I love you. The next time you're in a situation, you listening to this right now will be able to recall that situation very clearly without deletion. The next time you're in a situation, you will be able to recall that situation very clearly without deletion, without deletion. Right now. Very clearly to recall that situation very clearly without deletion. To recall that situation without deletion. Instinctually understand the concept of deletion you will not allow generalizations to fog or muddy the waters of clarity of the situation. Next key point. Distortion. Distortion is changing an experience from what it actually is to some modified form of it. You see, this is a... The term distortion sometimes it gets a bad rap. And it's a technique, this form of distortion, that is found in a lot of psychopaths, lunatics, heroes, successful people. Distortion is something that's found on both sides of the spectrum. And the further you go out on the spectrum of each side, whether it's the spectrum of the hero or the spectrum of the psychopath, it's equally 
used. Does that make sense? So think about a situation where you saw an event and then you change the details of that event. Lawyers are really good at using this technique to change the picture, the mental picture for the jury. There was a, uh, there's a famous book about this guy called The Iceman. I'll get the, I'll get, I'll find out the title of it and I'll try to put it in the show notes. But this guy was like a, he was a hitman for the mob and he would, he did some really interesting interviews where he talked about why he did the things that he did. He also talked about the morality of what he did or the lack thereof morality. And he used distortion quite a bit. It's also the same techniques that the majority of our scientists use when creating weapons of war. If you think about Oppenheimer or Einstein and how their research has led to some of the most catastrophic technology on the planet. When they're questioned about why would you spend so much time and work trying to create something that is going to have such disastrous effects, their immediate answer is usually either patriotism or it is usually something along the lines of in the big picture science is good for everybody and this the chains of science that will come from this disastrous scientific experiment will in the long run better humanity and that's all bullshit that's all just distortion right the true nature of someone's belief may not be appealing either to themselves or anybody else. And that is when they turn to distortion, whether they're the hero or the psychopath. Each of us, the next key point, each of us is a blend of body, brain, and mind. I want you to think about that. The way you perceive the situation, the way you perceive information, the way you perceive the words that are spoken to you, the way you perceive the words that are spoken from you, the way that the world is seen through your eyes. They're all a little bit different. You pick up perceptions through your body, the way you move your hands, the way you see people squint their eyes or touch their nose or run their hands through their hair when they're speaking are all signs that you're picking up. How about the olfactory sense? There are some people who say that when you walk into a room, you instinctually take a deep breath. <sighs> and that deep breath provides information to you via pheromones from everybody in that room. It's a fascinating concept. And I would challenge you to think about that the next time you walk into the room, a crowded room at a party, see if you take a deep breath. If you didn't catch it, it's because you're not paying attention. If you didn't catch it, take another deep breath. Just take a deep breath in through your nose, let it out, and then immediately, what's the first thing you look at after you take that breath? Do you look at the people in the corner? 
person in front of you? Do you stop and just look around? And try and connect your movement to what you see immediately after taking that first inhalation. After taking that first breath, what comes to your mind? Who are you looking at? That's a sign. That's your body interpreting evidence that you may not be aware of. It's a very important one. And if you can begin to understand that particular situation and pay attention to it, it'll take some time, but you will soon recognize a pattern. And like any muscle or like any pattern, once you understand it, you can increase that pattern and make it more effective and efficient in your life. And this is a really good one. So I really want you guys to try to think about it and work on it. It's something that we all do unconsciously. But if you're, tr- if you're tuned into it, you can take a deep breath. Interp- just take a, take a big deep breath and then let it out and see that room. And that room, you, you will see what you need to see in that room. Right? So much we think about breathing. So many times we hear about breathing in yoga. But this is like a side part that nobody talks about. You know, we're always talking about breath and breathing. But how much information can you get from breathing? Most people think it's a relaxing technique. Most people think it's a kind of way to clear your mind. And those are all true, but there's something else there. And that is reading the information on the pheromones in the room. Think about it. Practice it. Hello, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment... Go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.